Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Thursday, 22nd December, 2022. Our bit today is taken from Luke 2, verse 14. And that says, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Well, Thursday, the fourth day of this Christmas work week, has opened bright and sunshiny. But if the weather forecasters are, are right, we will be engulfed by a major snowstorm sometime today. Let's hope, though, that they are somewhat overzealous in their forecast and it will not be a storm of major proportions. Although many parts of North America have already seen some heavy snowfall and the season has just begun. But turn it to a more immediate and much better season that of Christmas. Hopefully, you have already done all your shopping and whatever else is on your to-do list because if the forecast comes true, it will tie up everything in awful knots with lots of places inaccessible or dangerously so. And since the reason for this joyful Christmas season, this happy holiday time, is Jesus, it's only right that we should talk some about him. And what shall we say? Let's see. That he was the biggest and best present ever given to man. Unfortunately, because of lack of hotel space, he was born in a manger or an animal stable in the city of Bethlehem. The parents called Mary and Joseph, who had left their little village of Nazareth to answer the census summons of Herod the king. Everyone had to go to their hometown and register. And since Joseph was of the line of David from Bethlehem, he journeyed there with his pregnant wife to do the king's bidding. The big difference in this couple, though, was that the child Mary carried was not Joseph's, but that of Almighty God, implanted in her womb by the Holy Spirit, so that the Savior of the world could be born sinless, not of man, but of God. And that was the most important aspect of the whole scenario, because a child born of sinful man could not pay for the sins of men. It needed a sinless soul to accomplish that task. And unfortunately, Jesus was the only one available who fit the bill. But nonetheless, he was born on Christmas Day to much pomp and glory from heavenly angels who told of his birth to the shepherds in the fields watching over their flocks. The shepherds were quite afraid at the sudden coming of a multitude of angels singing praises to God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Oh yes, friends, to bring peace to earth and the goodwill of men to each other was indeed one of Jesus' jobs. The prophet Isaiah spoke of him long before when he said, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Whoa! That big prophecy 
came through at Christmas, my people. And you can find that in Isaiah 9, 6. And isn't it interesting that the Son of God was born in a stinky animal barn to poor parents and the first persons to hear the good news of his birth were poor, ordinary, looked-down-upon shepherds? That's because God wanted to show that his son wasn't coming to be a big shot, be rich and famous, but to be humble and ordinary, to show that nothing was wrong with being humble and ordinary. In fact, the Lord prefers humility to pride and arrogance. Or, as Cousin Saul says in Proverbs, one of the seven abominations to God is a proud look. And you can find that in Proverbs 6, 17. No, friends, or God cannot stand haughty, prideful people because they have no use for him. That's why he demotes and debases them with all haste. Unfortunately, though, today, in our sinful and ungodly society, pride and arrogance rule the roost. Everybody is avidly searching for individual power so that they can walk about with pride, then use that power to browbeat others. Today seems to be set once more for the rise of the dictator. And in my early years studying history, I always wondered how people got to be dictators. Well, now I'm seeing it unfurl before my very eyes. Foolish people bow down to arrogant men with a little power, fall for their lies and deceits, which allows them to increase their power until they are all-powerful and cruelly lord it over the same ones who gave them that power. Huh. Echoes of his satanic majesty. But let's not forget Brother David's wise words from Psalm 37. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the herb. And that comes from Psalm 37, 1. That's the promise, friends, of our ever-faithful God, and it will certainly come to pass in his way and time. But we have strayed from the Christmas story. And per the humble origins of Christ, that was exactly as planned by the Father. Listen to Jesus now as he explains his philosophy to the disciples' read greatness in his kingdom after the mother of Zebedee's children had asked for them to sit on his right hand and left hand in his kingdom. He said, You know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion or lord it over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you. Whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister or servant. And whosoever will be chief or first among you, let him be your servant or slave. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto or serve, but to minister, that's to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. And that comes from Matthew 20, 25 to 28. Oh, my brethren, 
Jesus came to serve, not to be served. He wasn't looking for applause and plaudits from the crowd, but sought to serve and save them from the darkness and evil of Satan's world. And that's how we ought also to be as his sincere followers. We can't allow pride and strife like the world desires to be numbered amongst our assets or rather our dysfunctions if we want to be true disciples of Christ. Peace and humility must be at the top of our list. I know what, we'll stop there for today because it's getting a bit long. Tomorrow though, the Lord willing, we'll continue with the Christmas story and some of the wonderful things that were born out of it. Now, in strong and sincere voice, let's declare, yes, we spell declare right, that's the third time. Let's declare our thirsty blessings and thus activate them. Their blessings undeserved that the Lord has bestowed on us to do his earthly work. Altogether, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I'm blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. And friends, having made that declaration, all right, we spell declaration right there too. It's now our bounden duty to go out and share those blessings with others so that they too can come to know and love Jesus like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, the Christmas story, everything else is wrapped up in it. And that's the gospel truth, my people. The whole of the New Testament and everything else that comes there, even plenty of the Old Testament too, is wrapped up in the Christmas story. Because the Old Testament is just a preview of what was supposed to come after Christ came. So please, Let's get wise and every day I ask us this, to get wise and live for Jesus because it's the only sensible option available to us here now. And we pray that we'll do that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.